Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol, a psychiatrist and your terrorist therapist. I'm here to help you and your family reach your dreams despite living in a time of terror. Well, today I'm here to tell you why Hillary should be elected. Well, you're probably thinking, what? You just told me Trump should be elected. Well, Hillary should be elected not for commander-in-chief, but for liar-in-chief. Why do I say that? Well, I'm here to tell you. The theme of the Democratic National Convention was all about how great America is. <laughs> you know, of course, it's interesting because they're taking their theme um, to oppose Donald Trump's message, make America greater or make America great again. They're trying to tell us that America is great already. Well, I hate to break it to you, but America isn't great at this very moment, at least not as great as it once was and could be again. Who do we have to thank for this? Obama and his last eight years. His, he, he has made everything worse, essentially, or almost everything, uh, from the recession, which we still haven't recovered from, to particularly important making us more vulnerable to terrorists. I watched the uh, Democratic National Convention and it made me feel sad, scared, and mad. It made me feel sad because, um, of, well, it made me feel sad for Bernie because I can see that his having to pretend uh, and be hypocritical in the process pretend that he is backing Hillary and wants all his backers, all his fans, to back her as well, you know, in, in, for the sake of party unity. Well, it killed him, literally, it killed him to say that. Now, I, I'm not as naive, and I hope you're not either, to believe that uh, he didn't get something for this. I mean, clearly he must have struck some kind of hard bargain to get the uh, party to give him something in return for his making this speech, speeches, um, telling everyone to vote for Hillary. But in any case, besides it ruining his political future, it is that kind of thing, talking about saying something that you really don't believe in and trying to convince America uh, of something that you really don't believe in, is very deleterious to your health. I mean, I'm sure you've probably noticed that yourself um, when you've had to go along with things, swallow things, and uh, what you didn't really believe in. It really, um, you know, is, is, I mean, you've heard me, you've heard it here first. I haven't heard anyone else saying this. You've heard it here first. If he comes down with some kind of physical ailment, a heart attack, ulcers, something, it will have started from um, having to swallow what he really believes and stand up for Hillary. So that's why I feel sad. I feel scared, uh, felt scared watching the Democratic National Convention because of the prospect that Hillary might win. Hopefully, um, and that doesn't seem super likely as I'm telling you this today, but the election is really close and Hillary or Trump could win. If Hillary wins, 
that is plunging the country into at least four more years of Obama. And we saw that, in case you had any questions about that, you saw that in their uh, incredibly nauseating making hug. I was literally nauseous when I saw Obama and Hillary hug, and I saw Hillary looking up into the face of Obama and, and staring at him so, so lovingly, um, when really Hillary should be furious at him or furious at herself for that secret meeting that they had. Remember when Hillary was running for president once before? Remember that? And she had a really good chance of winning at that time. And what did she do? She and Obama had a secret meeting. And obviously Obama promised her that if she dropped out, um, he, would, he would give her a gift. Uh, it's kind of interesting how history repeats itself with her and her team doing that for Bernie Sanders. But in any case, I digress. <laughs> Hillary, you know, all these women, one of the strong points in the convention and in general uh, is the women's vote. All these women think how wonderful it would be to get a woman in the White House. Well, as a woman, I certainly agree. But we have to be careful. We don't just want any woman in the White House. We want a woman who stand, who's going to make America great, who's going to fix the last eight years. And that's not Hillary. So she swallowed, who knows why she did that, but it certainly wasn't women's empowerment to go along with Obama when she did and to give up running for president herself. You know, this whole thing of breaking the glass ceiling. Well, she should have broken it at that time. Why didn't she break it then? Why did she settle? She did have a much better chance of winning at that time. So that's what I say to all these mostly women who are cheering her and um, for the idea of having woman power, a strong woman in the White House. Well, she wasn't really that strong. She proved that because of just bowing to, literally, to Obama back in the day when he got her to um, drop out and let him win. That, uh, that is one of the things that is uh, scary about Hillary winning, but there's more, and um, I'll get back to that. But what made me mad was um, the lies, all of the lies. You know, speaker after speaker after speaker got up and told lies. Um, all based upon this premise that America is great now. All we need to do is keep on doing what we're doing. And that would be a disaster. So it made me mad that these speakers in the party thought that we were, the American people, were such idiots. And you know, when I was watching it, I took it personally. You think I'm that much of an idiot? That I'm going to believe all these wonderful things that America is better now than it was eight years ago? That's just not true. And I really need to encourage you all to please think about that. I mean, ask yourself, are you better off today than you were eight years ago? Do you have more money in your pocket today than you did eight years ago? Most of the country would say no. We're not out of the recession and we don't have more money than we did eight years ago. But it's not just about money. Do you feel safer today? than you did eight years ago? Absolutely not. 
Obama has made us so vulnerable to terrorists. And I believe that it's because deep down, uh, his childhood being steeped in, in um, Islamic theology from childhood, this has, is still, you know, it's like you can't, for me, you can take the girl out of New York, but you can't take the New York out of the girl. I know that that's true for me. And I think it's true for Obama that consciously or at the very least, if not consciously, then unconsciously, there is a part of him that wants the terrorists to win, that want this country, America, to be under Sharia law. So think about that. And, and Hillary is his little puppet. Um, he is his, the, the people who backed him, the strong um, lobby, the, the, peop, the, the backers who got him to win are behind Hillary. They are looking to Hillary to keep these eight years going. And she, from the looks of things, from her little fawning over Obama, <laughs> shows that that's what she's planning to do. Her Even her own her own, uh, what she has put forth as her own platform. You can, I mean, she's not saying I'm going to let America, uh, let terrorists win and we're going to go on to Sharia law. She's not saying that in so many words, but what she's been doing, even as Secretary of State, is allowing terrorists to become more powerful and countries that harbor terrorists and grow terrorists to become more powerful, just like Obama. So, look at um, why uh, I say she's she should be elected for liar-in-chief. You know, we've all heard about the emails. <laughs> We're sick of hearing about emails. I'm not going to belabor the emails um, that she, the email, I'm talking about the emails now that um, she put on her personal server and that were very vulnerable. <laughs> I mean, it follows with what I was just saying about uh, letting terrorists win. Um, letting these emails be vulnerable to foreign uh, nations. But, so I'm not going to go into that whole thing, but certainly it, it um, you know, you've heard, even the FBI speech uh, has told you that what she did was very serious. And yet somehow, despite all the lies she told about those emails, somehow she has managed to escape jail or any kind of fine or any kind of punishment whatsoever, except for the toll that that is taking in this election, as it well should. Similarly, um, Benghazi. You know, I'm not going to, again, we've, we, we, see, that's the problem. We've kind of tuned out some of these things without really, because we've heard about those emails, we've heard about Benghazi in the media so much, and it's, it's sort of complicated, and so we've tuned it out too much. And and yet, um, we don't really, I mean, do you know about Benghazi, for example? I mean, yes, Benghazi was, um, was an incident that happened on September 11th, no coincidence that it was September 11th, 2012. And that's when Islamic militants attacked the American diplomatic compound in Benghazi, Libya. They killed the U.S. Ambassador Christopher Stevens, the U.S. Foreign Service Information Management Officer Sean Smith. Then they did a second assault, killing CIA contractors Tyrone Woods and Glenn Dougherty. So four people were killed. Now, while this was happening, um, the Benghazi, the the American um, uh, compound in Benghazi, was trying to <laughs> get through to Hillary. 
And um, instead of her getting on the stick and answering this, um, this, this assault right away, this attack right away with gathering troops, American troops to rush to the aid of Americans in Benghazi, what did she do? She ignored these, these calls, these emails, these attempts to contact her, and she didn't do anything. And instead, she and uh, her policymakers, her, her team, shall we say, were uh, locked in a room for two hours trying to figure out their, their strategy for how they were going to blame the attack, not on, um, uh, you know, how they were going to blame it on the, the movie that had come out, this trailer, this anti-Islamic trailer. Um, that was written, that was originally called The Real Life of Mohammed and the Mohammed Movie Trailer. It's gone by a number of names, actually. Um, Desert, well, when he, when the uh, uh, movie maker, who was actually trying to do a positive thing by making a movie about Mohammed and about some of the hypocrisy and some of the things that he did, um, it showed in the movie, it showed Muhammad as a child of uncertain parentage, a buffoon, a womanizer, a homosexual, a child molester, and a greedy, bloodthirsty thug. Now, the thing is, though, that when this man, uh, the writer-producer, cast people in this movie, it, he was not, the, they, they didn't know that it had anything to do with Muhammad or, or Islam. Um, it was, it was, they thought they were doing a movie, um, about, uh, just, you know, a, a movie about, um, Arabs <laughs> and, um, they called it Desert Warrior. I mean, that's what he said that the movie was called, that the script said that the movie was called. And, uh, instead of Mohammed, the character was called Master George. And then the producer took the movie and dubbed it, um, and showed that, you know, what it was really about. And he was trying to do this in, in a way to let people know uh, what really is are some of the truths. I mean, he took this from authentic uh, Islamic books. So it was a true story, but he knew that, you know, this has really not been something that most um, Muslims or people who follow the Islamic religion know about. So he was making this movie about it. Now, it was, um, there, it was fairly, a fairly pornographic you know, he some of the scenes got very graphic and very pornographic. And of course, uh, but the thing was, before Benghazi happened, before the Benghazi attack, it had been put up on the internet, but in a very um, quiet kind of way. And there were only over a little over 400 people who had even watched the movie on YouTubes um, before the Benghazi attack. So it was. It's, there is no way to to really blame the attack on this movie as being an incitement for the attack. In fact, the people um, in Benghazi, the Americans, had been warning Hillary, trying to tell Hillary there. Well, there were six hundred emails telling her about the threats that they were getting in Benghazi, and um, she ignored that. But of course, her emails have shown that in fact uh, she was meanwhile communicating with. Um, during in those emails, she somehow managed to answer the emails of celebrities instead. Um, it's very very upsetting. Um, you know we we need to um, 
getting, I want to get back to this, this idea of Hillary and the glass ceiling and so on. And I was talking about how it's not good enough to just have a woman in the White House to break the glass ceiling. Um, it's important to have a woman who who is going to do a great job in the White House. Uh, it's That's important for women, and it's important for the country. As we can compare that to Obama. He was the first black president, but he was no Martin Luther King. So did that set back black presidents? You know, Did that set back? the possibility of having a black president in the future? Yes, I believe it did. We certainly know that there are a lot of black people who were not happy with Obama. You know, he, he promised us everything, but gave us our page. That was an old commercial. But he promised us all these things, hope. Um, and, and, and in fact, we're now pretty hopeless. Um, what else can I tell you? <laughs> I, I, I guess we can um, talk about, I want to tell you about, um, I want to, we're, we're coming right now to the part of the, of the terrorist therapist show, which is the uh, ask the ter terrorist therapist part. I answer your emails and questions, and I have an email from Jay, and Jay wrote, I was a Bernie Sanders supporter. I was really excited about voting for him. Um, I was, now I come to learn from the emails released that the Democratic National Party rigged the election against him. I've lost faith in the government. How do we know the November elections won't be rigged? Very disappointing. Yes, Jay, this is an important point. Um, I was certainly not a Bernie Sanders fan because, in fact, I found it really hard to believe uh, that a socialist was running for president of the United States. But be that as it may, um, you are right. We don't know that the November elections won't be rigged. You know, the, the other second set of emails, <laughs> Hillary and her emails, that should be a book. Somebody should write, well, there's probably, probably somebody is writing a book as we speak about Hillary and her emails. Um, first, there were the emails that uh, she didn't keep confidential, top secret emails, but now she was uh, foiled by emails again when the emails um, amongst people and journalists in the Democratic Party were more were recently uh, uh, hacked and, and seen uh, at the beginning of the Democratic National Convention. And we see that, in fact, the Democrats, the, you know, the leaders in the party, the pro-Hillary people in the party, that which was the main uh, basis of the party, they did rig it. They did do all kinds of underhanded things to try to make sure that Hillary would win. And all along, they were really, they hadn't really expected to have another candidate become as popular as Bernie Sanders did. This, they were, they were kind of caught unawares. What? Who is this guy? And how is he managing to get all these people behind him? Uh, even at the convention, you know, it was, I, I must say, one thing that we can be proud of as Americans is that the Bernie Sanders fans did um, kept booing, and you know, of course, now they've sort of been bought off by by the other speakers. They've kind of uh, they've kind of quieted down. Um, maybe their drinks were spiked or something with Valium. That must be it. So they're not booing loudly anymore. But um, but at least they were expressing far longer than Bernie Sanders himself 
um, what they felt about Hillary and how disappointed they were that he was giving in so quickly and easily. But getting back to your letter and these, and these um, elections, you know, since so many states have commuter, computerized voting nowadays instead of handwritten ballots, it makes it seem even easier to hack the election. We've become no better than a third world country voting for dictators in regard to our elections. Uh, on the positive side, though, I mean, this is something that we do really have to be concerned about in November, absolutely. But on the positive side, at least the fact that the uh, uh, emails were hacked within from the Democratic Party has given Republicans, and I'm sure they were concerned already about the possibility of uh, the election being rigged uh, and hacked and so on, but the fact that these uh, e emails were just recently exposed and the extent of this and the extent to which the Democratic Party, the, the leaders, the insiders would go to seal the election from Bernie Sanders, of course that has to give the Republican Party pause. And uh, on the positive side, it now has given them more of a heads up that this could really be uh, a problem, that you know, it made it seem more real. And so hopefully the Republicans are now making plans to keep an even closer watch on the polls than they had already expected. So I would beg you not to believe Hillary's lies. Um, again, I, I, I'm all for her being elected uh, not for commander-in-chief, but for liar-in-chief, because she has shown a great talent for somehow lying and lying and lying for years um, and managing to escape the consequences. Well, I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist. Thank you for listening to the Terrorist Therapist Show. You may have heard this joke that some people say about lawyers. The joke is, how do you know when a lawyer is lying? His mouth is moving. Well, next time you see Hillary's mouth moving, ask yourself if what she's saying is true, or do you merely want it to be true, because, but you know that it's not. Deep down, you know that it's not. We all want to believe that our country is as great as it was eight years ago, but we all know that that's not the case, and we need somebody who's going to be strong in the White House as president and who's going to make this country greater. Thank you.